talking all things theatre and events. Lighting designers are working with video, even if they don't sort of necessarily realise. That was that was such a it was a big dream of mine, you know, to go to Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Since graduating, I have done things such as hunting the opera and naming. The stage is yours podcast. Hello and welcome back to The Stage Is Yours podcast with me, your host, Cal Graham, joined as always by producer Dan, and we're talking all things theatre and events. On today's episode, we are joined by the wonderful Jade Davis. We talk all about her career and the shows that she's been a part of, from Les Mis to Phantom of the Opera. We also talk about the support that exists for performers' mental health and her key work in raising the profile of this. So let's not waste any more time and jump right on into it. Jade Davis, The Stage Is Yours. So join us on the podcast today. We're joined by Jay Davis. How are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. All right, in a very <laughs> wet and rainy Edinburgh. Oh, really? It was supposed to potentially snow and it's just turned into rain. <laughs> so oh, no, I'm so jealous of everyone that got snow. I was so hoping, jealous. Hoping that that might turn into more snow later on in the week. But we'll yeah, see. definitely. That but, would be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly would be. So anyway, let's talk a little bit about yourself to start with. Uh, you are a musical theatre performer. Uh, do that. Um, let's talk about a little bit about what that involves, a few of the shows that you've been involved with. And yeah. we'll kind of start from there. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm Jay Davis. Um, I, so I left North Wales at 16 to train in musical theatre. Um, yeah, and I studied there for four years um, and then later on um, entered the world of musical theatre. Um, since graduating, I have done things such as Phantom of the Opera and Les Mis in the West End. I have done um, Wizard of Oz at the Birmingham Rep, where I met you. <laughs> um, I've done Chitty Chitty Bang Bang on tour. And I've also been abroad. I worked abroad doing West Side Story um, and My Fair Lady. I did that in Italy and in Estonia so I've been a part amazing. of some amazing amazing shows yeah yeah absolutely um yeah the Wizard of Oz one seems like a long time ago it does already. now it does I think it was, when was it back in 2018 I think so it and was, that crazy it? two and a oh. half three months that that turned. it was crazy it was nuts yeah. it was it was amazing though I loved it it was a great a great few months but yeah it was um ambitious show to say the least so let's talk a little bit about the shows and stuff like that um and that kind of area so your role within the show um, obviously varies different things like that. Um, I've noticed that you're, you've done a swing role. Um, yes. So just li- explain a little bit about what actually a swing is. Yeah, cool. So my first job was actually a swing. Um, and I also, that was on Les Mis. And then I swung on Phantom of the Opera. It's basically where if someone is off sick or on holiday or injured, you take their place on stage. So it's kind of, it's it's a really difficult job. Um, you have to really do your homework and, and learn the tracks really, really well. Because um, you, you know, there could be times where you collide with someone and, you know, there could be accidents. So yeah, you've just got to be very self-aware. Um, and yeah, just just work really hard on learning all the tracks. It's it's such a rewarding job, though. Um, you know, when you're taking your bow and you're just like, yes, we we kind of are the glue that holds the show together at the end of the day. So um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's an amazing job. I, I I love being a swing. 
Yeah, I do a similar role on touring productions being a swing technician. And I actually think I, it's because I don't do the same thing day in, day out. Yeah. <laughs> There's a huge variation in it, which actually I think for yeah, me personally, keeps, I go, do you yeah. know what? It's, yeah, it keeps, it keeps you precious. Yeah, it keeps it so exciting. You don't know what you're going to get every night and what role you're going to be playing until you kind of enter the building. So, you know, it's it's really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's great fun. Um, so let's talk a little bit about those. Um, how did you find working on some of, well, certainly the bigger shows in the UK and arguably you could argue some of the bigger shows in the world, but have yeah. however many versions there are. How did you find that? Yeah, um, do you know what? Phantom and Limos are always kind of my dream shows. Um, I was like, you know what? To have two of the longest running musicals on my CV would just be absolutely phenomenal. Um, and they were just a dream come true, really. Um, obviously, there's pressure that comes with it. Um, you know, you you have to, you know, do as well as, um, you know, for how long it's been running, maybe like 30 odd years, you want to be doing as good as the previous years and things. And um, But if I'm honest, like I find more pressure when you're making a show from scratch. You know, for example, when we did Wizard of Oz, it was, you know, we were under a lot of pressure to get it done and finished and ready for an audience I find it more daunting when yeah we're we're making a show from scratch yeah so yeah absolutely I think the pressure is a weird one when it's something that's mm. there done and dusted you're like you don't really feel that pressure it's just it's oh, yeah, think, absolutely speaking to a lot of people it's kind of that's why we do it a little bit when you know what it is you're going but you're absolutely right when it's a new show yeah. I think yeah cancelling the first preview of Wizard of Oz was a stressful I know I know it was sad really it was a bit sad for everyone but you know once we got it on its feet it started to run quite smoothly yeah um, I think once we got there it was it was was, was, (laughs) certainly a manic production (laughs) week let's put it that way and um yeah (laughs) yeah it it was it was so but like I said um so yeah the pressure thing's always a weird one and a lot of people kind of it's certainly something I know I've been asked by people who don't who see a show but don't necessarily think about what's involved and it's like well it's kind of part of why we do it really like if it wasn't yeah we we wouldn't put ourselves through it if we didn't enjoy it do you know what I mean (laughs) absolutely you have to enjoy it and you have to love it (laughs) at the end of the day because it's yeah kind of as I've now discovered not being in work takes over your life (laughs) exactly (laughs) and your life revolves around it so uh, that's always quite interesting that's great um so that kind of brings us on into the next little bit really which is obviously (laughs) 2020 we're now in 2021 yeah I think 2020 was not the year anyone planned ever and I don't think it was anything we ever kind of thought it would be yeah Um, so on the kind of surface how did that obviously affect your plans and what was kind of that initial impact really yeah uh, do you know what it it's been an incredibly tough year um you know the industry itself just came to a massive halt and everything just stopped and people lost jobs and you know shows may not be coming back and things like that so they may not have a job to go back to and it's just been so so incredibly difficult I was at the time when we found out about all this I was currently just auditioning for a few shows and then everything just stopped like no auditions were you know continuing and you know, it's it's sad because usually my week when I'm not in a show looks like, you know, three or four auditions a week. And recently now it looks like four auditions, what, a month or over the period of two months, there's not much happening. Um, 
so it is it's been incredibly incredibly difficult really really difficult yeah it certainly has um I mean I speak from the side of being on tour and yeah, yeah it was it was the oddest week ever or the two yeah. days from when we found out that we were being cancelled yeah I'm so sorry for the guys in the theater we were working with because we just finished putting the show in on the Monday and then oh. to go back in on Tuesday and pull it all out because we, oh, we were on the whole destroy in that and I felt so sorry for the guys in Bradford we were like look we're really sorry that we've literally just finished putting it in and we were yeah. like how and we were kind of so we unloaded it because we were on weekly moves so we were like we don't know what's happening with it i know lion king sat in edinburgh playhouse for like two or three months um just sat there because it would have been there for sort of eight ten weeks but there was yeah. like, no so yeah so it was all kind of a bit weird but it was that's horrible it's like you know the the team the phantom of the opera touring cast um they only got so they to do just like, opened yeah yeah we yeah, only got to do like four shows and then it was it was gone and it was and it's not coming back and it's just devastating for everyone when you've put so much hard work into it um, yeah massively so and um, we were in the slightly lucky sense of we filmed the show we were with over mm-hmm. over uh, the christmas period in london so we not long after it all officially kind of got cancelled we all got kind of a private screening and stuff so we all caught up oh, and things that's like that so nice. it was actually really nice and then actually was on tv christmas day oh wow. so we were like it was kind of like okay so it kind of was there but it was a really odd kind of yeah, yeah. time and yeah. it was weird and but the amount of support and stuff that came out i know well our tour group chat still kind of ticks over with everyone that's just nice. kind of chatting and yeah. stuff. so and that kind of brings us on to the next thing of like the amount of support that has kind of come out and there is there and I was talking to someone the other day who reminded me that in that first lockdown there was that wonderful moment where everyone just kind of went here here's all our theatre and just yeah. dumped yeah. it all online and yeah. went is yeah absolutely. years worth of shows and it was yeah do you know what I've never I've never actually seen a community come together so quickly and so amazingly like people did so much for each other um you know, like, you know, the, I'm thinking about the people who are still currently training in theatre and, mm. you know, there's classes, you know, singing, dancing, everything you can think of, um, fitness classes, you know, just to keep everyone going and, and motivated. And, you know, being stuck at home is just, it's, you know, it can be quite daunting. So to have things to do and have, you know, some sort of um, structure to your week, um you know was is amazing and pe- people who've put that on is just um yeah they're really amazing. yeah absolutely and I think certainly in the early part and obviously you yourself were involved with the uh Southampton Mayfla- Mayflower uh, yes I was I did I did various um different things actually so I, I took part in that um Mayflower theatre um kind of it was like a concert like a streamed mm. concert that you could kind of pay towards or it was all going to charity kind of thing it wasn't yeah. like anyone was putting money in their pocket or anything um yeah and I've been doing um various things like such as Welsh of the West End we've been like a team of of Welshies in the industry um who kind of just record a song um in our bedrooms just you know on our little recording system and uh yeah we this my friend Stefan puts it together and uh, we put it out for people to see because you know it keeps people going you know seeing things like that and I know as well like various shows um streamed you know like at the national I know they streamed a few plays and and things and various pr- musical productions as well which is amazing because 
you know you're not really allowed to do things like that normally so it's no, nice very much so. yeah it's nice to see and keeps people going and yeah absolutely and alive, I guess. yeah and you hit the nail on the head when you said that we've never quite seen an industry come together like it and mm. it was it was just it was one of those moments and there's still all the support and stuff going on so there's kind of everyone's kind of developed these side hustles or things that they've yeah. Yeah, never really thought about or gone. Oh, I could do this. Yeah, and never had the time to do, and that's which. And actually, some of the stuff that's come out is amazing. And yeah, for sure, we'll see if it kind of, in a weird way, I hope they don't carry on. Cause I hope everyone goes back to their I normal, know, I normal know, job. I you don't want to say that, but I know definitely it's a bit of a weird one. But um, it's it's is interesting talking people all in this, all over the industry, and there are some positives to obviously come out of all this. Yeah. Um. So, which is a bit different. Obviously, we've talked about a few of them there. Um, and f- even if it's just as simple as myself of having some time off, yeah, <laughs> as enforced absolutely. as it was, um, yeah. I think I looked at it um, and I think it was the first time in sort of eight, nine years I'd had more than two weeks off in yeah, a active time. And I was like, oh, it's a bit- and that's a lot. That's a lot for someone to take. And I was exactly the same. I was in a position where I was like, you know what, I would really love just a good couple of months just to myself um obviously wasn't expecting it to turn out you know into a yes, year absolutely. But it was nice to be able to spend time you know at home with my partner and just you know kind of have a bit of a normal life for a bit um but yeah I, I you know I feel for the people who are, have been on their own throughout lockdown I know that can be incredibly difficult um but yeah I've been I've been super lucky to be able to spend time with with people and and um yeah have some time to myself for a change yeah absolutely it was a weird one and kind of it was like I said it was that moment I realized when I was kind of like oh, okay and they announced that our tour was that was it it was done and we were yeah. like okay what do I do now what do I do? <laughs> so I was yeah, like fine exactly. and I took some time like I said I'm just gonna chill out for like a month and just yeah. and try not to think of work and stuff like yeah I tried not to but you like I said it's when we're involved in something that we do that we enjoy so much you can't help but kind of oh, every now and then uh, just be like oh just check out this and of course of course yeah doing that. so um touching on it there and the main reason kind of I wanted to chat to you really today is obviously I've uh followed through Instagram and things like that and mm-hmm. it's something that is so prevalent and should be more prevalent in the industry and I feel in a weird way it's one of the positives to come out of lockdown mm-hmm. in a weird way is that the kind of support network and the mental health side of things for everyone is that um us as an industry is very pressurized or certainly yeah. can be um oh, absolutely. And, and regardless of which side of you and there are different pressures depending if yourself as a performer um yeah. and myself in the production side but of mm-hmm. doing that so i just sort of kind of mm-hmm. thought give you the chance to kind of talk about kind of how you found things how you kind of what is out there what people can get out there and reach and yeah the good work that is going on around this out there that doesn't necessarily yeah. always get Absolutely. the kind of um, I think obviously mental health within the industry within n- normal life it, whether you're in the Absolutely. industry or not it's just so important um you know you have to look after yourself and I um actually discovered um on Instagram a page called applause for thought um they actually put out offers for you to do courses and things in um so like for example in lockdown one I took part in 
a mental health awareness course and then I became a mental health first aider. Um, it actually runs in my family being um, doing stuff with mental health, my mum and my nan and all her sisters are all involved with mental health um, so I knew that I kind of enjoyed it um, and kind of learning about it um, and yeah it was an amazing experience because it just helps you learn how to professionally help someone in a situation where you know they might need help or um, they're struggling or things you know I have a few people close to home who struggle quite a lot on a daily basis and it's nice that they can come to me um, and know that they can have a good chat with me and I can help them through it um, so I would recommend if anyone is interested to follow Applause for Thought on Instagram because they do offer lots and lots of different courses um, I'm going to be taking a diploma hopefully this year um, in therapy, um, preferably child therapy. Um, so yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to taking it a bit further. Um, but there is always help out there. I want everyone to know that there is so much help out there. You can text a team called Shout. And, you know, if you're going through this pandemic on your own, it's it's so daunting and horrible and, and you can feel so lonely. And if you feel like you haven't got you know many people to speak to you can text shout to 85258 and they um get back to you straight away they're there um to offer you help like 24 hours seven days a week um and they're incredible they're absolutely incredible um i think it's just such a wonderful thing to put out there for people to know that you know there is always help you're never alone um and yeah it's really important I yeah think. absolutely and i think it's and like I said, just having someone that you know you can do that. Um, and it's something that is definitely more prevalent in the industry. I certainly know that um, the company I was yeah. out on tour with arranged for those of us who wanted to do, I think it may have been similar, kind of a one-day mental health first aid course. And a yeah. good chunk of us did that. And just to, even just from the point of being able to kind of see certain things that someone might be doing that might suggest they're just having a bit of a tough time absolutely yeah yeah you can see it, it this is what the course is all about you know like yeah. being able to um see if someone is struggling you can tell from certain things that they're doing um you know and then you can you can offer your professional help I guess um but yeah it, it's it's an amazing idea and I, I've I've always wanted to find kind of something alongside theatre to do um you know something that I still enjoy um as much as theatre and I think I'll definitely be taking it um further so. yeah absolutely and I think it's something that can very within the kind of certainly in the theatre world that could very easily be integrated into kind of how a theatre company is absolutely. a group of people that you could be quite easily just a couple of people that uh yeah because you know coming coming into the industry it's it's daunting because you I don't think you're prepared for how much criticism and knockbacks you're going to get and that can that can really play a massive part in your mental health and how you think of yourself and you know I just think it's so important to know that there's help out there for you if you're if you are struggling so. yeah absolutely um it's yeah especially coming out into this I think for anyone at the moment um, mm. and even more so performers have to go through that audition process I think it's oh. and that nature I've personally said this, it takes a very a very strong mindset to keep going through that process and absolutely. keep doing that and obviously that is ultimately going to take its toll um if unfortunately absolutely. things don't go as you might plan them to, yeah um, 
chatting to a friend of mine, Aiden, on the podcast, and he said he's actually lockdown was the best thing that happened for him because he was at a point where he's like, I don't know whether I still want to do this or not. And actually yeah. having lockdown, he's gone, right. And has gone, as and when things happen, I know what I'm looking for. I know what I want to do. Yeah. And mm. it's kind of been a nice reset for him in yeah, a weird way and okay. taking that step. So actually, again, those positives from that side of it coming out are great. Absolutely, but absolutely. Um, I think a lot of theatre people have discovered a lot about themselves during this time. And not to, you know, take the industry so, you know, heavily and, and stress about it too much, you know, it's more important to try and try and find something that you you know enjoy and theatre will be back theatre will will definitely be back and it'll be back stronger than ever I I know it so yeah absolutely um which is great and we all know it will and we're all desperate to get back so hopefully there will just be this absolute flood of us all doing that that they're doing shows that there will just be stuff everywhere so which is going to be great and so all the way through kind of lockdown and stuff like that it's quite interesting the different kind of ways the industry has diversified itself and the different offerings and things like that so uh and the way theater or performance and arts has been now being kind of absorbed by our audience because we've all had to adapt what we're putting out there and stuff so is there anything that you've kind of gone ah that's what is the new kind of thing or your the lockdown medium that you've gone has kind of caught your eye is there anything that someone's done that you've really kind of thought that's really quite creative or I think it's just I did um I did this thing called spotlight on the future um which is this guy called Louis he he puts it together for new grads who um are coming out of the industry and they're coming out to obviously an industry that doesn't exist um so he's putting on shows and um, putting on classes for 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 them and I think that's amazing because you know we, we tend to not think about the graduates who are coming out we tend to think about ourselves really and I think it's important to um, open the industry's mind a little bit to to the graduates and, and have a think about them a bit I actually took part in a streamed concert again it was it was really cool it was like in this outdoor arena thing because um, obviously everything had to be outdoors yeah. And it was amazing because we all got partnered with a new graduate and um, we got to kind of, you know, chat and they got to ask questions and sing together. And it was just a lovely experience. And I think there should be, you know, more of that. Um, it really, really was inspiring to um, be a part of. So I definitely would say that. Yeah, that's amazing. Like I said, the positives coming out of it and whether it's, um, I mean, things like Netflix and all of that sort of stuff are doing really well, regardless of lockdown. And now suddenly we're all yeah. sat around being able to yeah, actually absolutely. sit and watch. And yeah. my watch list on Netflix has actually gone down for once over the course of <laughs> lockdown, not just keep adding more shows to it. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm watching so much. Watch. Can't keep up. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. All starting stuff that I'd never had the chance to get around to actually sit and watch. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. Uh, which has been nice. It's things like that. But yeah, so the kind of. Yeah, and it will be interesting to see if, I mean, Netflix will just go from strength to strength and the kind of streaming thing, especially with them now creating all their own yeah, content as well. Content. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's really, Which... really good. I've watched so many shows over lockdown. <laughs> Honestly, countless. I can sit and watch telly for hours, so. <laughs> I just, uh, I've, I don't know if I've say I made, have I made the mistake of starting to watch Grey's Anatomy <gasps> the first time? 
actually getting to watch it. Honestly, don't give up. It's, it's oh, not at all. And I'm just, <laughs> and I think it was only the other day that I actually looked through, like, oh, actually, how much is there to watch? And realized, oh, oh I've like got hundreds, a lot. Yeah, I was like, I've got 15 series to watch. Brilliant. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a lot, but it, do you know what? It's worth it. It's, it's, it's just one of my favorite all time series. I've watched it through about three times. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been sat there for ages and then I was like, flicking through and just popped up on Amazon Prime and I was like yeah. well I've finally got time to actually sit and watch it so let's absolutely give it a go I've been not? on my radar for far too long but <laughs> yeah. yeah so I think so I think things like that and that kind of nature of things um obviously once some restrictions lift I'm sure they will only go from strength to strength and yeah, I think people absolutely. have discovered series that really kind of hook them in and absolutely there's so many out there there's so many. certainly things that have been released during lockdown I feel will have an absolutely yeah an advantage really you've launched your tv show or your series at that point when yeah. there is more people around to sit yeah I don't know it. if you watched um my partner was actually in, in Bridgerton on Netflix it is this new series, series it is on my list my partner is oh. absolutely hooked um, <laughs> really binged it ridiculously quickly oh, I was like you need to watch it you watch it and I'm like I haven't I just I, I can't have too many on the go at once yeah, yeah, yeah. This track. but it's on my to watch but yeah my partner is do you know what I can't believe how amazing it's done I'm so proud of him he's he plays Colin Bridgerton one mm. of the brothers um and yeah we it was amazing because it came out on Christmas day and it was so special to like kind of sit together and, and watch that yeah um, absolutely it's amazing and yeah I think things like that I think Bridgerton's certainly one of the ones that has yeah it's really kind of hooked yeah in. It's, it's done so well we can't believe absolutely it. and I think it appeals to a much wider audience than I think yeah of doing that so it's it is great to kind of yeah to see things like that doing really well and it's original things and yeah like I said going forward it'll be interesting to see how many of the kind of things that people have done to adapt kind of carry on and stick yeah, with us and whether the kind of online thing is something that happens more and more and yeah oh the, the online thing has become such a huge thing it's it's had to be um you know with all the I've done various online concerts and um you know all for charity and things and it it's still quite nerve-wracking honestly like you know when when you're singing to like no audience just your camera it's really really weird but feel, yeah especially if you're in an actual theater and a space yeah. where you're oh, expecting that, yeah, that was, that was crazy but especially when you're in your like living room and you're like all dressed up to the nines and <laughs> ready to sing to an audience online it's it's really bizarre but um yeah I think it's such an amazing thing to have come out of lockdown it's definitely one of the one of the positives yeah and I think it's allows people to actually get to know you yourself as Absolutely. a performer not just yeah. the character that you might play on stage or yeah, exactly, exactly. It is. Totally, totally kind of allows people to see that it's not just that you are a person you're Absolutely. not just what I'm a human being. <laughs> is in the script not just what is in the script and written there which is yeah. which yeah I think is very easy to do and it's yeah. and yeah I mean not that I'm ever supposed to be spotted on stage but it's one of those and it's <laughs> yeah it's weird adapting kind of things like that and obviously I think we've all adapted in different ways so I've kind of picked up bits and pieces trying to kind of learn new skills and stuff yeah, like that to kind of go I think yeah uh, well being creative in being in theatre everyone is creative so I think you've always got to have some sort of creative outlet I was kind of sat there in first lockdown and got to a point I was like right 
everything's in order I've planned everything I can possibly plan for future yeah. events so I mean yeah. so I found I was more organized this lockdown because lockdown mm. one all I did was quizzes every night and oh, zoom uh, quiz Kelly honestly the zoom quiz the dreaded zoom quiz do you know what I still do it with my family because <laughs> they're still up in North Wales so absolutely you know, it's the only way to kind of keep um in touch with them right now yeah um, absolutely we still we still do it still going <laughs> it's just that I think yeah I think certainly first lockdown as well we benefited massively with obviously the weather yeah. and everything that went on during that and I can't and it's I'm still of the opinion that there's more than a coincidence that the weather was so great when the world stopped. Absolutely. So the weather just goes boiling yeah. hot and there's yeah. a cloud in the sky. I was like, there's more than coincidence to that. But yeah. it was, yeah. So, and I think third lockdown, a little bit has been third lockdown as if that's now yeah. actually something we I say. Know, I know. But um, yeah, we kind it's of. Been, it's been a, a much harder experience because, you know, everyone knows what to expect and. They've been through it, you know, already twice or however many times. And, you know, you can just think, oh, God, doing, doing this all over again. And then you watch the news and they're talking about, you know, extending it. And it just can be a lot. So, yeah. So I think that's the thing. And like you said, things like Zoom and things like that, having those people around you and having that mm -hmm. network is more important than ever. And yeah. the uh, companies and things that you've suggested, applause for thought, um, and things like that well, there are things there there's stuff around that yeah. you can anonymously get in touch with even if it's just to yeah absolutely whatever you need um, but there's another um I've written it down I have um I think they're called mental health mates um they're on Instagram and they actually offer virtual group meetings um or like one-on-ones which is really amazing um I think I, I've been in contact with them a couple of times just to see how they work and stuff and um yeah they're, they're amazing you can just and it's all for free as well which is which is another um bonus oh, absolute well. bonus definitely yeah. definitely Brilliant. well we'll jump into kind of the last three questions of our podcast um, and everyone gets asked these three same questions um a yes. little bit random a little bit of that um of doing that one of which stems from a conversation on the back of a truck at six o'clock in the morning and um, <laughs> so we were very we're a little bit tired but that's where it came from oh gosh um, I can imagine so it was kind of yeah it, so it was one of those but first one is and and you may have already kind of done this I don't know but um if you had a dream show that you could be a part of be in what just be involved with what would that be uh for me i think my next big dream dream show is is wicked i'd love to be in wicked um any part would be great <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just love the music and um it was one of the first shows i ever saw on the west end so it has a really special place in my heart so i would love to be able to um yeah, take part in that show, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our second one, and this is the one from six o'clock in the morning on a trip. Um, <laughs> and it, we discovered that this is a thing that people do. Um, after a show, rehearsal, whatever it is that you've been do, people seem to have a go-to snack or something that they just crave after that, that they always seem to have or that they go to, and they might not even realise it's a thing. But so for you, what is that post-show okay um so like yeah like post show do you know what sometimes I, I'm really naughty and I just love McDonald's chips 
Like I always, okay. I it's, have to go. It's more like, common thing. Like more people have said that than you <laughs> have said. No, I, I see some fast food. Myself, like you can't do that every night. You've got to stop. Um, but yeah, if I'm feeling, you know, a bit cheeky, I will go to McDonald's and get some chips or like a little cheeseburger or something um just to treat myself <laughs> yeah absolutely why not it's one of those and yeah. there's, there's mcdonald's everywhere they're so close to all the vehicles in a city like, yeah touring like, it's awful touring yeah. it's awful like when oh. you come out of a theater at like at 10 11 o'clock at night you're like oh, okay what we do like no restaurants are generally open so you've, no. if you've not eaten or no. yeah or if it's <laughs> after the next morning after a get out you're like okay well, what have we got open and it's yeah like fast food breakfast and of like, course of great. course i do but love mcdonald's breakfast though it is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's great and our final question um i'll do that if there's what is the one thing that you know now that if you could that you wish you'd known when you'd first started out in the industry, what would that one thing be? Yeah, I think, um, I think the one thing I would say to myself, you know, go, if I was to go back and, and see myself going into the industry, I would say, don't stress so much. Like, don't worry about, you know, the nose, you know, I, I, I always, you know, say everything happens for a reason. You know, I've been, in situations where I've been right at the end for for an audition I've got all the way to the end and not got it but then you know a couple of weeks later I've had a another job offer and you know I I, I just think and you know just believe in yourself like you know a lot of people aren't going to believe in you but as long as you believe in yourself then that's all that matters personally um so yeah just self-belief and not to take it so seriously and find joy outside of the industry as, as much as you know that if anything's um you know 2020 has taught me is to find joy uh, in other things other than the industry so yeah amazing I love that that's a lovely little piece of advice and a great note to kind of end the, yeah. the stuff on it's been a really nice catching up and um, we will fire all those uh companies that you've mentioned contact numbers and stuff out in our kind of posts and stuff with the podcast oh, and stuff as well and fire lots of things out there because obviously we need to, all the good work that is going on needs yeah. just as much absolutely spotlight as everything else so oh, thank you been... so much for having me no worries at all no worries at all thank you for listening to the stage is yours podcast want to know more then head over to all of our socials you can find us at stage is yours pod where you can catch a cheeky glimpse at some of our upcoming guests and subscribe to our youtube channel to make sure that you never miss an episode this has been the stage is yours podcast talking all things theater and events until next time